hello and welcome back to Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and uh, I don't have any news and views on this episode, but I do have our scripture reading for January the 31st. Guys, can you believe that this is the 31st day of January? Oh my goodness, heading into February of 2024. It is just flying by, and unfortunately today in Amarillo, Texas, uh, we just had our third murder of the year, so not starting off to a good start here, so that's, that's pretty sad and unfortunate, but uh, today uh, we're going to uh, read and finish Job today, so it's going to be the end of Job, of course this is the Lord uh, challenges Job, and then um, does Job ever get a chance to answer? Yes, he does, but... The surprising thing is what the Lord does for Job um, at the end. And so stay tuned to the end of the reading to find out what the Lord does for Job. So let's go ahead and start out, shall we? So, oh, and just one real quick note here. Um, if you guys want to, go to Bible Prophecy for today, my Facebook page. Uh, tonight, the good Lord willing, uh, I will be um, with uh, I'll be at a New Hope Fellowship uh, there at River Road here in Amarillo, Texas. And my pastor will be doing um, Matthew chapter 24 in the end time study. Now, guys, you're not going to want to miss that. So it's going to be awesome. If you can't catch us live on the live stream, be sure that you guys watch that follow-up. And, of course, you know, I will also post it to the New Hope Fellowship at River Road's YouTube page. So it's going to be exciting. You guys are going to love it. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm excited for tonight. But for right now, let's go ahead and finish the book of Job. So, Job chapter 40. Then the Lord answered Job from the whirlwind. Brace yourself like a man, because I have some questions for you, and you must answer them. Will you discredit my justice and condemn me just to prove you are right? Are you as strong as God? Can you thunder with a voice like his? All right. Put on your glory and splendor, your honor and, and majesty. Give vent to your anger. Let it overflow against the proud. Humiliate the proud with a glance. Walk on the wicked where they stand. Bury them in the dust. Imprison them in the world of the dead. Then even I would praise you, for your own strength would save you. Take a look at Behemoth, which I made just as I made you. It eats grass like an ox. See its powerful loins and the muscles of its belly. Its tail is as strong as a, as a cedar. The sinews of its thighs are knit together or knit tightly together. Its bones are tubes of bronze. Its limbs are bars of iron. It is a prime example of God's handiwork, and only its creator can threaten it. The mountains offer it their best food where all the wild animals play. It lies under the lotus plants hidden by the reeds in the marsh. The lotus plants give it shade among the willows beside the stream. It is not disturbed by the raging river, not concerned when the swelling Jordan rushes around it. No one can catch it off guard or put a ring in its nose and lead it away. The Lord's challenge continues, Job 41. Can you catch Leviathan with a hook or put a noose around its jaw? Can you tie it with a rope through the nose or pierce its jaw with a spike? Will it beg you for mercy or implore you for pity? Will it agree to work for you to be your slave for life? Can you make it a pet like a bird or give it to your little girls to play with? Will merchants try to buy it to sell it in their shops? Will it, will 
its hide be hurt by spears or its head by a harpoon. If you lay a hand on it, you will certainly remember the battle that follows. You won't try that again. No, it is useless to try to capture it. The hunter who attempts it will be knocked down, and since no one dares to disturb it, who then can stand up to me? Who has given me anything that I need to pay back? Everything under heaven is mine. I want to emphasize Leviathan's, limb, Leviathan's limbs and its enormous strength and grace form. Who can strip off its hide and who can penetrate its double layer of armor? Who could pry open its jaws for its teeth are terrible? The scales on its back are like rows of shields tightly sealed together. They are so close together that no air can get between them. Each scale sticks tight to the next. They interlock and cannot be penetrated. When it sneezes, it flashes light. Its eyes are like the red of dawn. Lightning leaps from its mouth. Flames are fire flash out. Flames of fire flash out. Smoke streams from its nostrils like steam from a pot heated over burning rushes. Its breath would kindle coals, for flames shoot from its mouth. The tremendous strength in Leviathan's neck strikes terror wherever it goes. Its flesh is hard and firm and cannot be penetrated. Its heart is hard as rock, hard as a millstone. When it rises, the mighty are afraid, gripped by terror. The sword can can the no sword can stop it. No spear, dart, or javelin. Iron is nothing but straw to that creature, and bronze is like rotten wood. Arrows cannot make it flee. Stones shot from a sling are like bits of grass. Clubs are like a blade of grass, and it laughs at the swish of javelins. Its belly is covered with scales as sharp as glass. It plows up the ground as it drags through the mud. Leviathan makes the water boil with its commotion. It stirs the depths like a pot of ointment. The water glistens in its wake, making the sea look white. Nothing on earth is its equal, no other creature so fearless. Of all the creatures, it is the proudest. It is the king of beasts. Job responds to the Lord in Job 42. Then Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. You ask, who is this that questioned my wisdom with such ignorance? It is I, and I was talking about things I knew nothing about, things far too wonderful for me. You said, listen and I will speak. I have some questions for you and you must answer them. I had only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. I take back everything I said and I sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance. In the conclusion... The Lord blesses Job. This is Job uh, chapter 42, 7 through 17. After the Lord had finished speaking to Job, he said to Eliphaz uh, the Temanite, I am angry with you and your two friends, for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. So take seven bulls and seven rams and uh, go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourselves. My servant Job will pray for you and I will accept his prayer on your behalf. I will not treat you as you deserve, for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, Zophar the Nehemathite, did as the Lord commanded them, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. But all his brothers, sisters, and former friends came and feasted with him in his home. 
And they consoled him and comforted him because of all the trials the Lord had brought against him. And each of them brought him a gift of money and a gold ring. So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life even more than in the beginning. For now he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also gave Job seven more sons and three more daughters. He named his first daughter Jemimiah, the second Keziah, and the third Karen Hapuk. In all the land, no women were as lovely as the daughters of Job, and their father put them into his will along with their brothers. Job lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died, an old man who had lived a long, full life. Folks, thank you so much for joining me as we travel through the Bible, the Chronological Bible, the one-year Chronological Bible in the New Living Translation. I hope you guys um, are enjoying this, and I hope you are, um, you know, enjoying getting into the Word uh, of God. And uh, I hope it's been a blessing to you. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word. And tomorrow, the good Lord willing, we are going to start um, the Israelites in Egypt. So February the 1st will be Exodus. If you guys want to read ahead, it's going to be Exodus um, chapter 1. And that's going to be about 1526 or 1360 B.C. And so we'll travel uh, through Exodus 1 and 2. Uh, and then First Chronicles uh, chapter 6, verse 1 through 3 is in there as well. Exodus 3. Let me see if I get them all in here for you guys. Exodus 3 and 4. So Exodus 1 through uh, 4, if you guys want to read ahead. And so anyway, with that, guys, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may today or tonight be the day or night that the Lord Jesus comes and takes us home. We should always be looking for the great and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you guys so much for listening, and may God bless each and every one of you.